0: Hi everybody, this is Madhav here from Remote Marketing and I know you guys, um, you folks are, you know, enjoying your holidays and everything, so I'm gonna keep this episode super short. And it's today's episode is going to be all about something that all of us, almost everybody, is bad at keeping, which is new year resolutions, right? They never work, um, and you know, they never worked for me as well. And that's particularly why I started uh, doing these year-end reviews. And this is just like by accident. And it somehow worked really great for me. And so today, I'm going to talk uh, about year in reviews, what they are, why people do it, why companies do it, and how you can do that too. Uh, just like a simple template to follow. All right, so, you know, a year-end review is just kind of like, you know, It's a piece of content which basically talks, which covers the events of the past year for you or your company. And lots of companies do it today. Like, you'd be surprised. Like, I think more than 50% of the companies do that. Uh, This could be totally wrong, by the way, but um, the figure could be totally wrong. But a lot of companies do that, you know, from everything from an Uber to a Gmail to pretty much all famous SaaS companies, um, non-SaaS, e-commerce. Everyone does that. Even Amazon does that. Um, and it usually, uh, you, know, uh, it, you know, the format is slightly different, you know, the, the, the content of the year in review is, you know, often different, but it, it's mostly like it details all the wins of the year, you know, and some companies just details that just the wins and make it, you know, makes it like a big social shareable piece. Some companies do a more in-depth postmortem where they're like, it details all the wins and failures and how they're planning to address that in the coming year. Um, and it's something that not just companies do; that individuals do as well. Um, so I know a lot of people that do that. Um, I know me; I do that. <laughs> um, no, but I've been doing these year-end reviews for about four years now. I started doing that in two thousand sixteen, um, and it's just like a yearly tradition, um, you know, that I've been doing. That I've also written now. You can actually go check out on the blog right now. The 2019 year-end review is should be up now. Should be up, um, you know, in a in a day or two. Uh, you should go check it out on Madhavp.com. So why do um, why do these year-end reviews, right? So if you might have noticed, right, like every year for a lot of people, it's just life just goes on in a very um, reactive way. You know, like things are being thrown at you, and you're kind of just you know. Um, tackling them you know you're just you're just dealing with life as it goes everything comes to you you just deal with it and then kind of move on um and you know to a person like me that is immensely unsatisfying it's something i hate to see me just being in a reactive mode i always like to take things more proactively i want to take proactive control of my life i want to ensure that i'm still progressing on the goals that i wanted i i'm still Um, you know, uh, uh, like, making my dream and my vision of whoever I want to be a reality, like, and working towards it, Um, you know, and I want to ensure that I'm moving on the path, like, how I defined it, mostly, Um, and the thing is that people, you know, people, like, you'd be so surprised that, um, you know, people just keep going on with their lives. Like, you know, just like this, dealing with life. And then, you know, as they get old, they have these, you know, really, really bad regrets. You know, they're like, um, you know, they, they regret on missed opportunities and wasting their life away. And that's why I keep emphasizing that it's important for you to reflect on the year and know what you need to do in the coming year so that you can actually take control of the direction of our life, right? So that's one of the reasons why take control of how I want to take direct my life. That's one of the reasons why people do year-end reviews. The second reason is these year-end reviews are public. So it makes you accountable to yourself and the world because it's posted publicly. And that's a reason why you end up following through on your resolutions. Um, And I can give you a real-life example of that. For example, let's take this podcast. I've been wanting to do this remote marketing podcast since 2014, but I kept delaying it. I was just like, well, there's not the right time this year. I'm super busy. Um, I'm going to do it next year. And then I missed that year. And it just went on and on. And then I finally put it on my agenda in 2018. And here we are, you know, about 20 episodes in. So and, and that's also primarily because I had posted this publicly, I posted it. You know, in my 2018 reviews, I'm going to get the remote marketing podcast out in 2019. And I had a commitment to everybody who reads my blog, who listens to the podcast episodes, right? I didn't want to disappoint them. So I did it. And that's why year in reviews are so powerful. It allows you to, um, you know, follow through on the things that you want to do in the coming year. Uh, unlike New Year resolutions, right? Because those, you know, there you're just accountable to yourself. With the year-end review, you're not just accountable to yourself; you're accountable to the world. Um, so, how do you kind of start with building your year in review? There are lots of templates out there, right? Um, you can see a lot of company reviews. I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm going to share a template of how I do year-end reviews, and you can follow that for yourself. In person, you can follow that for your company, um, and you know, if that comes out to be great or not great, just whatever, just share it with me on my email or Twitter and uh, I'd be happy to share it out. So, all right, so here's my template. The first thing I do is across the entire year, I keep making notes of big things that I didn't do well or wanted to do well. um, Next year things that I'm really proud of. It's like a big note with, you know, like all of the items of this year in reflection. Um, And you know, it's just, yeah, it's just, you know, it's a lot of things. Sometimes it's like, I'm, you know, I, I realized one day that I make a lot of ums in, you know, while on video. So I wanted to improve on that. That was something that I wanted to do, uh, you know, in the coming year or, you know, you know, it, it could be something like, um, it takes me like four weeks to write, maybe I want to reduce that to one week, whatever it is. Like there's just so many things now. You know, if you haven't made some of those notes about what you're doing, what you want to improve on, all of that, that's also fine. Um, There is another way to do that. You can do that next year. From next year onwards, keep actively looking at your life. See where you're doing well, where you want to do well in the coming year and how you want to progress towards it. Keep making notes. But for this year, um, let's... Here's how you do the reflection, okay? You know... um, just sit down and reflect over five aspects of your life. All right. So there's work, travel, um, health, relationships, and then some important lessons learned and top resources. Just that. So it pretty much covers everything. How your work, your career is going. How much you're traveling, which you enjoy or not enjoy. I'm not sure. Health, which is super important. You know, for your well-being. Um, relationships, which is the most important things in life and um, you know, just some lessons that you can you know kind of tell yourself and to the, to the world and some top resources. The top resources could be like top podcasts, top blog posts, top tools that kind of impacted you, or top startups, right? Um, and that's how I usually do that. If you go go to my blog, madhupfi.com, and check out the year in reviews, the three year in reviews I've done for 2018, 17, 16, they kind of have this similar theme, work, travel, health, relationships, and important lessons. Um, So that's the reflection bit of it. That's where now you've looked into the year and you've realized that these are the things that I did right, I did not do right. Now you need to plan for the coming year, plan for the year ahead. So what I do is I list down from my notes everything I want to improve on in the coming year. And so you know there are some items that are like managing myself better or sleeping uh, more, like eight hours every day. And some are items that are like uh, becoming a guest lecturer at a university or learning how to do bachata. So some things like maybe managing myself better, sleeping better, I can prioritize for the coming year. And let's say something like learning how to do bachata can be prioritized to a year later. It's very important to prioritize and deprioritize because you can't do everything. Uh, You need to have like a more sane plan for the year ahead. Um, And then the fourth thing that I do here is once I've done the reflection and the planning, I try to find a central theme as a big change for myself in the coming year. So, you know, and this is inspired from all of the items that I plan to do for the coming year. Um, so it's things like, um, like just to give you an example, you know, for the coming year, I have items in my list like sleep better, manage work-life balance better, become more handy, have a strong daily stop time, improve work routines, and it. If you if you look at all of these things right improve routines sleeping better it kind of revolves around a central theme which is making myself oh sorry managing myself better so 2020 will be the year of managing myself better that's my theme that's that's pretty much what i want to achieve by the end of that year and then there are lots of bits of it inside it and just like that i've had you know um themes for every year like 2019 so in 2018, I took the theme as year of balancing calm and focus, like really um, you know, uh, figuring out ways to improve my productivity, um, not uh, be very reactive in life, not uh, um, you know, deal with life in a more chaotic and uh, firefighting way uh, and just kind of improve um, um, how I function you know, in a more calm and focused way. Um, I made a lot of progress on that, so 2019 was really about building on top of that process uh, um, that progress. So 2019 theme was year of continuous improvement on my goals of 2018. So 2018 was year of balancing calm and focus. 2019 was year of continuous improvement. 2017 was the year of embracing solitude, um, and that came through my. I wanted to, um, you know, be very self sufficient. I wanted to be uh, doing things like I wanted to make solo trips. I'd never done that, or I wanted to um, be okay to you know go sit at a pub alone, or be able to take out self-reflection. Uh, you know, time every couple of weeks, sit with myself, talk with myself, know you know what is going on in my mind. Um, and so that's why those kind of items became the theme of year of embracing solitude. So that's why it's very important to kind of have a central theme that will allow you to kind of keep that in mind as you progress towards the year. Now for this, um, reflection and planning, what I do is, uh, um, to kind of make this brainstorming a little easier. I, I use mind maps and, um, you know, you can do that on paper or you can use uh, online software like X mind. Um, And, you know, the main thing is I make this mind map and it gives me like a 360 degree of everything that I want to do. And then I print it out and then I paste it in my bedroom. So every day of the year, I look at it and see how I'm progressing towards my goal. It's just such a great way to kind of know how you're going. And, uh, you know, what's amazing about these year-end reviews is that every year since 2016, when I implemented this year-end review, every year has been very different um, very different from each year. Uh, very, each year has been super refreshing. I'm doing a lot of new things uh, and progressing on projects that I was stuck at. And most importantly, following through on my resolutions, which we are so uh, bad at in general. So I would definitely urge you to make your year in review, all right? Do that, it's, it's probably like half a day's exercise, but it's something that's going to benefit you immensely and not just one year like it's going to benefit you immensely for many many years to come um, you can read my year in reviews uh, 2018 17 16 and 2019 as well on my blog madhavb.com uh, you would be able to find it you can just search for it there you know when you create these year in reviews and if you follow this template or any other template feel free to share it with me on madhav at remote marketing.org i would love to read and you know i would love to get to know you basically um but yeah that that, that that's pretty much it um i hope um i wish you all the best with all of your introspection but most importantly have a great time with your loved ones enjoy this break and see you next year (laughs) all right bye